Hi guys, welcome to Resilient You, a podcast where we share stories of overcoming, self-growth, and finding our way through struggles big and small. I'm your host, Annie Blade, a Michigan native girl with big dreams who wants to help you uncover yours. Stay tuned for the episode. What is up, my peeps? Welcome back to Resilient You. You know what it is. It's your girl, Annie, your host, and... As I've been saying lately, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. I will be guiding you through this amazing podcast today and forever. It is September, at the end of September, so we're coming we're coming to the end of yet another month in 2021, and we're approaching October <laughs> because that is what comes after September, newsflash. But the way I like to think about my year is in quarters. Just like businesses think about their year in first quarter, second quarter, third, fourth, wow, third quarter. Amazing. You get it. There's four quarters in a year and businesses tend to go by that, have their analytics based in that. But I like to apply this not just to my business endeavors, but also my personal life. So this year I've made a couple of journal, like, activities where I just kind of reassess how I've been spending my time, uh, if that aligns with the goals that I set for myself at the beginning of the year or specifically in that quarter, and I just kind of gently redirect myself. I also like to create dream boards. Personally, I or vision boards. You can call them whatever. Dream board, vision board. I like to do it on the internet. I use canva.com. I just go select like a collage template and I drag images that inspire me into the little template. So I think I actually have a couple saved to my laptop somewhere. I'm not going to pull them up because I'm lazy and that would take too long. But I know for the beginning of this year, I had a picture of van life because I want to start saving for van life in the next couple of years. Well, I have a saving started now, but I want to be living van life in the next couple of years. So I put that in my first dream board for the year. I also put a picture of an influencer who I'm doing her workout programming. And then I put a picture of someone shuffling that I randomly grabbed off Pinterest And it's so weird. I kind of had like a synchronistic moment the other day. I posted a shuffle video in exchange for free tickets to a show. Uh, This was a cool opportunity I got through my shuffle group, the Mile High Shufflers. But anyways, I went back and looked at my vision board from the beginning of the year. And the thumbnail of my latest Instagram reel of me shuffling actually almost exactly matches one of the pictures that I put in that dream board and I'm like whoa that's so weird I wonder if it was like my subconscious mind and like that's why I actually ended up choosing that thumbnail but I was like wait what that is so I mean that's cool I don't even care if it was my subconscious mind but it felt like very in line and synchronistic so anyways I just like to make dream boards to motivate me and get me back on track like I said. I have realized that I tend to send set really lofty goals and at first when I was making my vision boards 
Uh, they were kind of massive goals in different areas. So like shuffling is a very physical activity. So it was going to the gym five days a week. Um, and at that time I was applying for a lot of marketing jobs. So that was another like representative photo of getting a job that I had in one of those templates. And I realized that I'm not really able to achieve my goals very well when I'm focused on two different of areas. I tend to work best focusing on one or two areas at a time. And as I've been sharing with you guys over the past few podcast episodes, I'm still figuring out my routine and, you know, what's going to work best for me. But I just wanted to share the dream board and quarterly analysis thing analysis thing with you guys because that's something that really helps me focus in on what I want next and it's really helpful for me as a visual person to see a photo representation that you can print out if you like and put it on your wall personally I set it to my screensaver on my phone and then I had a different version to set as my laptop background just to keep me on track so that what I'm looking at every day reminds me of my goals Another thing I want to talk about is in relation to my quarterly life analysis. And the reason I brought up what month it is, is because October, November, December is the fourth quarter of the year. And I think this is a time where people tend to give up on their goals, right? Because we approach January 1st and we think of it as, oh, I get to restart. Like, let me start going to the gym this year, start, you know, doing this new activity that I've been saying I want to do. And then as the year goes by, if we fall off, it feels easier to wait till January 1st of the next year to actually get back on track. But that's not really the most beneficial way to go about goals, especially ones that you've fallen off of. As we approach holiday season, especially, I think it's very easy to Ditch your amazing habits that you have for your health and your life, such as, you know, overeating for much of the holiday time rather than just the time you are actually spending with your family. I am a huge, uh, I don't want to say victim. I'm a huge, I fall to this like easily. Almost every year around Christmas time, Thanksgiving, I end up gaining like five to 10 pounds. I always end up losing it (laughs) afterwards, but I don't like that cycle. If you really think about it, you know, you can, you can spend time with your family and spend those holidays with them and have no restrictions on what you eat and really enjoy food and treat it for enjoyment those few days. But this is where it becomes unhealthy. When you justify eating that mashed potatoes and gravy every day of like December or almost every day because you have so many leftovers and because you've already been giving into those, you know, satiating food cravings and enjoying food for pleasure. That's when I think it becomes a little unnecessary. I am someone who even throughout um, my most recent fitness fitness journey I've been going through since January I have personally not been counting my macros very closely or my calories just because I used to have a pretty negative relationship with food at one point in my life and I would get really obsessive over those things so I just like to live my life in a balanced way where one day I have the cookie on a different day I don't have the cookie because maybe I already had something sweet earlier. I really just try to eat intuitively, 
treat food as fuel because that's what it is. And that's kind of the way I approach food. So I'm not saying like, oh, you got to count your macros and calories and uh, don't eat the, you know, pre-Thanksgiving dinner the day before if your family does it two nights in a row or something. Or if you go to Friendsgiving and then you got Thanksgiving the next day. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that we use the holidays as an excuse to completely let go of progress and habits that we've made. And we just blame it on the time of the year. I never even really considered thinking about the holidays in a different, like, way. I don't know. I was just so used to eating all the mashed potatoes and gravy and green bean casserole and turkey and all the things around Christmas. And I don't know. I just gave into treating food as pleasure. And then I'd get upset and end up losing the weight later. But that's not really a positive cycle. I always want to feel more and more every day. Not that I have 100% control of myself right now, but that I'm just gaining more control over myself and my wants and desires and what I crave as I go. So just trying to be 1% better every day as the slogan goes. So I've been telling myself as I approach this season of the holidays, you don't have to succumb to the holidays. You can enjoy the holidays, you can do all the things with your family, and don't, like, create an aversion to food, but enjoy for what it is and keep on going on your goals. Bringing back to the point of ditching, at least I think I brought this up, ditching your old identity. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about with you guys today. So, I was journaling yesterday about... Some things in my past that have led to what I consider my identity to be today. Many of these things are unfortunately negative and lately I've been really trying to reframe my negative thoughts. To be clear, I'm not saying that my identity of myself is negative right now. However, many events that led up to where I am now and some of those limiting beliefs that I still carry to this day are from events that happened in my past and led to my current sense of identity. So identity just means your thoughts and concept of yourself. So you might identify with being a healthy person. You might identify as being a runner or athletic. You might identify with being unmotivated. You can identify with anything. And I don't know, I felt like I've been stuck at certain limiting beliefs in my life because I'm not letting go of some past events that occurred in my life. And I'm not basing my identity equally off of negative and positive events. So a negative event can actually lead to a positive trait about you. I really think so. I think that unfortunately, some hardship that I went through in my adolescent years, actually led to me being extremely self-sufficient. However, it's a double-edged sword, and it also led to me having a really hard time being vulnerable about certain topics and not bringing them up very much. So, like I said, it's a double-edged sword, and I, I was going through a negative patch the past... I've been through it for like a week now, so maybe it was like a week ago, and it lasted about a week as well. And... When I'm in those negative patches, I tend to think about all those events and that 
negatively affected me in the past and how I blame them for not being able to overcome current obstacles in my life. When I was journaling, I decided to also write out some amazing things about my life that also really identify my life right now. I wrote out things such as, I'm currently in a happy and healthy relationship. I have an amazing cat. I am in a great shuffle group that is very inspiring and inclusive. It really helped me because I'd been in such a negative patch the week before last or last week or something. And I was just thinking of myself concept as a victim. And we can really choose to be a victim or a a victor in our life, as I've talked about in another episode. And I kind of slipped back into this victim mentality where I was angry that I went through certain things. I was angry that my parents didn't teach me great money skills and that they never really had enough. And I don't know, at certain points, I just get angry at certain circumstances that I didn't choose in my life and feel a victim that I wasn't able to better navigate those because I wasn't given the tools to do so. I also think that every once in a while it gets a little hard for me to dream big. Um, Like when I first started my self-development journey, I actually was pretty good at like naming some drastic things I wanted to achieve, but ironically as I've gotten further into my self-growth journey, sometimes I find myself limiting myself more, which is a little backwards from what you think would happen. Gladly I've realized this and I've been getting myself back on track to dream big again and not give in to the identity that I've given to myself thus far because there's always room to grow, there's always room to dream bigger and the moment we realize we're setting new limits on ourselves and thinking that we can't get to that next level or that we're just not that kind of person to get to that next level. It's really important to sit back, reassess, and tell yourself once again, no, I can totally level up from here. I'm not stuck here. I'm just plateauing now. So for you guys, what are some things that you identify with? Maybe even some negative events that happened to you in the past that you almost consider to be a part of you, but in a negative way, like I talked about that double-edged sword, it probably did make you stronger, and I'm sure you recognize that, but there might, like me, be another part of you that you haven't really fixed yet, like a vulnerability thing or an inability to trust again because of something that happened to you, and you consider that to be part of your personality or identity instead of working on that. I also want you to think about your biggest, wildest dreams? Are you disconnected from them? Do you feel not good enough to reach them? Is there something you're stuck on right now that you need to be working through in order to get to that next level? What parts of that old identity no longer serve you in this new part of your life anymore? It's just like how we outgrow shoes or friends Some things are meant to serve us for a certain part of our life, and they may very well get us through certain seasons, but for others, they're just truly unnecessary, and they may end up holding you back, whether that is a piece of clothing, a friend, or a limiting belief or emotion or trait that you consider yourself to have. 
Bring all of these concepts together, I really want you to think about this last quarter of 2021. Pat yourself on the back. Think of all the great things you've done to get yourself here so far. But also think about goals that may have fallen off throughout the year. It's not too late to pick them up now. Just because January 1st, 2022 isn't here yet doesn't mean that you couldn't start that thing tomorrow. You're not a failure. You just may have fallen off for now. And this is your chance to prove to yourself that you're strong enough to not wait to till next year to start that thing you want to do now. I love seeing posts that say like, if you started it today, imagine where you'll be in six months. We are not truly as limited by time on a calendar or your watch as we think we are. We are mostly limited by the confines of our mind and sometimes it feels like we're in jail in our own mind because we tend to think the same thoughts every day. It takes consciously breaking out of that <laughs> never-ending thought pattern to push ourselves to the next level. If you feel like an unmotivated person right now or a failure, you can decide to change your identity. It's not going to happen in a day, but it starts with first understanding what you think your identity is right now and what that gap is with who you want to be next. Your life is not over if you've made mistakes. Your life is not over if you've fallen off. And your life doesn't have to start January 1st, 2022. Do your quarterly analysis. Ditch that old identity. Figure out who you want to be. And last point, you don't have to succumb to these holidays coming up. I believe in you. I really hope this helped you guys today. Don't forget to leave me a five-star rating. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe or follow. And I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Thank you so, so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and felt that it brought value to your life, please feel free to screenshot it and share it to your Instagram story. And be sure to tag me at AnnieBlade underscore, at ResilientYouSquad, and also the guests that I had on if I did have one on this episode. If you would also be so kind, please feel free to run on over to the Apple Podcasts app so you can give me a five-star rating and leave a thoughtful review if you feel compelled to. I always love hearing your guys' feedback. Thank you so much for listening again, and I will see you next Tuesday. Stay resilient, squad.